Hey, family, if you are new here and listening to older episodes, we've made some changes. We rebranded and changed the name of the Abundant Living Podcast to Wealth and Wisdom Together with Wesleya and Willa. You're in the right place, and we're glad you are listening, so enjoy this episode. We are thrilled to present our Wealth and Wisdom Steward Circle, a subscription membership program that we believe will change how you think about money. We will inspire and guide you to better financial habits and success through our Bible-based financial curriculum, supportive community, and group coaching. Regardless of where you are on your financial journey, our program offers a safe and inclusive environment to ask questions, gain accountability, and receive support, as well as track your progress. With our monthly subscription, you will also have access to a wealth of tools and resources they help you build wealth and wisdom while walking in faith. Go to bit.ly B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash T-F-C Stewart Circle to learn more about the Trinity Financial Coaching Wealth and Wisdom Circle and join us today. But if you truly desire success in any area of your life, the success that you're seeking if the feelings of fear due to achieving it starts to outweigh the positive feelings in your mind well then your progress is going to be very slow and challenging in accomplishing it on this episode of the abundant living podcast we are talking about overcoming the fear of success Welcome to the Abundant Living Podcast. I am Wesleya Echols. And I am Willa Williams. And we are the co-founders of Trinity Financial Coaching. We host a community who are guided by the principles found in Ecclesiastics chapter 7 verses 11 and 12, which says wisdom is better when paired with money, double protection, wisdom and wealth. So every week we have conversations to energize you to manage money confidently, live life purposefully, and build wealth intentionally. We invite you to subscribe, rate, review, and share the Abundant Living Podcast with all your friends and family. Welcome to another episode of the Abundant Living Podcast. You know, it might sound kind of weird, <laughs> but a lot of people are actually afraid of success. I mean... Any kind of change can really be scary, even if it's good change. It's funny that people can be scared of making more money, getting mm -hmm. into better shape or finding love. But remember, people fear change. We all do. Mm -hmm. But it's pretty common. So let me ask you, how do you embrace success? Do you <laughs> picture yourself living a life of abundance? Is that scary to you? Sometimes when we go after our dreams, we can find ourselves facing our fear of success. You know what? I, I think you're right, because even when you talk about abundant living and just always talking about the abundance of God and living in his abundance and the fact that we're in a space where we're talking about being wealthy and wise. And mm -hmm. I mean, we're, there are all things that affirm the success that God has for us living to our full potential. It's because I wondered. 
how have I walked in the fear of success? And I know that when we started the podcast and we were doing our pre-podcast planning, one of the questions that was asked was, at the end of the day, what do you want someone to say about this podcast? So we had to write this essay to talk about mm-hmm. you know, what would people be saying. And though in my mind, I wanted to say, oh, that it was award winning, that it had millions of downloads and that. Like all of these great things that you mm-hmm. see assigned to some podcast. podcasters, I found it difficult writing those things down because inherently I was thinking about some other stuff. <laughs> but I think there are some there's something within me, I think, that mm-hmm. identifies with the fear of success. I get it. I understand it because I know how I don't show up as often or maybe not as strong as I should or as confident as I could in certain areas. Yeah, a little bit because of a fear, a little bit of a fear of success, just a smidge of greatness. (laughs) Just a smidge. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's possible. What about you? Have you? Yeah, that's the, it's the same. It's if I, succeed when I think about little small things that I'm successful at you're okay because that's typical a lot of people can be successful with small things but then when you do something big right it's like that part yeah and then you start thinking about people's expectations of you and what's going to be that next thing has got to be something even bigger so yeah you can try to protect yourself By keeping it small. Mm. And that call to want to protect yourself is just a fear. Yeah. That's all it is. It's just a fear. Absolutely. And and it's a change. And we tend to be afraid of change, but we need to stop saying that. Yeah. We don't need to say we're afraid of change. Let's go after it. Mm -hmm. Let's go after change and make it better. Mm -hmm. For sure. For sure. Well, let me tell you about somebody who... uh, What happened to him when he was uh, afraid? Uh-huh. Was afraid when he, he allowed go. the fear of success to self sabotage mm-hmm. his endeavors. Mm-hmm. And this mm-hmm. person's name is Jonah. Yeah. In fact, there's a psychological term that's called the Jonah complex. <laughs> <laughs> and so the Jonah complex is the fear of success or the fear of being one's best. Mm. And this fear presents the self-actualization or the realization of one's own potential. Mm. It's the fear of one's own greatness, the evasion of one's destiny, (laughs) or the avoidance of exercising one's talents. So, The Jonah complex name comes actually from the story of the biblical prophet Jonah. Mm -hmm. See, Jonah was a disobedient prophet. Let me just put it like that. (laughs) And he rejected his divine commission, his assignment, his call, his purpose. And he was cast overboard in a storm and swallowed by a great fish, rescued marvelously. Yes. To do what? Return back to his starting point. So let's break this down. 
And why is this the faith focus? Jonah 1.1 says, One day, long ago, God's word came to Jonah, Amittai's son. Up on your feet and on your way to the big city of Nineveh. Preach to them. They're in a bad way and I can't ignore it any longer. Mm. But Jonah got up and went the other direction to Tarshish, <laughs> running away from God. And as the story progresses, Jonah runs away. He runs away. He pays to get on a ship with some sailors. He gets on the ship with the sailors. A huge storm comes. And yeah. when the storm comes, they're asking Jonah, like, who are you? Where did you come from? What have you done? Clearly, you've done something in order for this, this calamity to have come upon us. Jonah tells them who he is. And they're like, please <laughs> pray to your God so this will stop. Mm hmm. And so Jonah's like, you know what? Just throw me overboard. And if you throw me overboard, the storm will stop because I, mm -hmm. I it was me. I, I caused this. I brought this on you. Mm -hmm. The sailors were like, they actually prayed and they were like, you know what? We don't <laughs> like, you're not about to put that on us. <laughs> so they prayed to God and was like, okay, if this is what you would have us do, we'll do it. But that wasn't a that's not a decision we're going to make it in of ourselves. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They receive the answer. They throw Jonah over. The storm stops. Jonah then sinks. He gets swallowed up by the fish. Yep. And then in the fish, Jonah prays. Comes to a point of repentance, understands who he is, what he's supposed to do. Asks for forgiveness. The fish vomits him out. He lands on shore. And as I said, right back at his starting point. And then Jonah 3.1 says the exact same thing. Okay, Jonah, up on your feet <laughs> and go to Nineveh and preach to them. They're That's in a right. bad way. Mm -hmm. And I can't ignore it anymore. But this time, Jonah goes does the assignment, does what he's supposed to do, gives them the word. The people receive the word. They fast. They change their ways. The king calls an edict, declares, this is what we're going to do. We're going to mm -hmm. fast. We're going to pray. We're going to change our ways. And then the destruction that God had for them, he changed his mind and he no longer brought that destruction to them. Oh, I, I love the way you explained that and just narrated it to make it so clear. And as I think about it, as you were talking, I thought about just what God does mm -hmm. in that. God removed Jonah from his comfort zone. Uh, yes, like he, he does us. Yes, he did. <laughs> yes, he, he did. removed him. One, one and three, one saying the same thing. I removed <laughs> you during that time. Then I brought you right back brought you right back so you can't run away from your assignment you cannot we've experienced that in with our podcast journey and what happens you go right back <laughs> to where right. you started that's right exactly right back where yes. you used to where what god called you to do and how he called you to serve mm -hmm. and your disobedience it brings turmoil. It sure will. And that's and what it, happened. The storm was the turmoil. Yes. And when we're disobedient to God. So let's break this down too. Mm -hmm. 
success, you define it and it's defined how you sit with surrender to God and sit under mm-hmm. him and he will mm-hmm. begin to show you and reveal to you what this is for you in your life. Mm-hmm. You have to receive it. Yes. He'll order your steps for you to walk it out. What ha- And like you said, he'll remove you from your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. You can't run away from the assignment. Mm-mm. And then in your disobedience, it'll bring turmoil. But look what happened. It didn't just bring turmoil to him. The storm also impacted <laughs> the others on the boat with him. And then now they all crazy. Like, we can't do that. But oh, also what, check what this out. They still recognized the anointing that was on him. Yes. Yes. So even God though he was him. running from it and he was mm-hmm. with people who didn't even know him, mm-hmm. they still asked, who are you? Mm-hmm. Pray to your God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he'll stop this. So Jonah still wasn't running from anything. Mm-hmm. He was still operating in what he needed to do, even on the boat. And God continued to be with him. They saw that. Yes. They saw that they weren't going to just, no, we're not going to toss you out. No, you go pray to your God and and then whatever he says, we'll do. And, you know, Jonah, when we think about it, he repented when he was in the belly Mm -hmm. of that fish. Mm -hmm. He repented and obedience followed that. And that's what we must have. Yeah. Obedience has to follow repentance. Yes. Because if not, then you didn't turn away because repentance means turning away from. Mm -hmm. So repentance is a 180 (laughs) from the situation. Not a 360. Right. It's a 180. It's a 180. So Mm -hmm. if you repent, that means you're turning away from the thing that caused you to repent to go do something else. Something else. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. he was disobedient. He repented. Obedience has to follow. Mm. And then you have to see the bigger picture of your success, the bigger picture of the assignment. And the bigger picture is the whole nation was saved. Nineveh was saved. Yeah. From the destruction of God's hand. It was bigger than Jonah. Mm -hmm. Jonah was Mm -hmm. running. God put an assignment on him that Jonah felt and knew that was greater than him. To go to a land who was known for their cruelty mm-hmm. to the Israelites. They had mm-hmm. this reputation. So Jonah was like, no, I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. But it was bigger than him. Yes. And because of his obedience and because of his assignment, it led others to God. The success in our lives, if we remember what it says in Deuteronomy about God will give us the ability to create wealth with the work of our hands. And then he mm-hmm. also reminds us to never forget who has done that for us. And like you said, to stay connected to him, to abide in him. Mm-hmm. Our success is going to bring glory to him, which will lead others to him. So the success that we are, that's placed on us, the success that we're striving for should be, it, it's, it's of him for him. Yes, that makes sense. It is. It's of him for him. And that's what happened when Jonah was obedient and arrived at Nineveh and did what he needed to do, what Mm -hmm. he was called to do. Look how God changed his mind. Right. Because the people were all they also prayed. Mm -hmm. So instead of I'm going to destroy, he spared. 
I see love the big it. picture. So how do you know if the fear of success is sabotaging you? Mm. Okay. Jonah, the mm-hmm. word says that God told him to do something and he was like, Mm-mm, and went the other way. <laughs> it reads as if it was quickly, mm-hmm. but I'm there's a thought process that happens, I'm sure. And I think it looks like this. So when you think of a goal you like to achieve and you answer the question, what will happen if I succeed? Like, say, suppose your goal is, I don't know, maybe your goal is to become a millionaire or to earn $250,000 a year. I don't know, whatever that big goal is, whatever Mm -hmm. it is. And you say, oh, wow. Yeah, if I do that, I'd be able to. You start thinking about all the things that will make your life that better. You like do. I would, mm-hmm. I would pay my bills. Mm-hmm. I'd get a new car. <laughs> I'd go on vacation. I set up my kids' college trust fund. I, I would. Mm-hmm. You start thinking about all the things you would do. Mm-hmm. But then, you start saying, well, "I'm gonna have to pay a lot of taxes." Yeah, my brother's gonna want a loan. Oh, you start thinking about the people who gonna show up who weren't there before. Uh-huh. I don't know what to do with this money after I get it. Mm-hmm. Oh, people gonna treat me differently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did say I want a new house, but then where am I gonna live? Yep. <laughs> okay, but what if I don't invest it correctly? Oh well, goodness! I now I got to get a whole team of people around me to help me <laughs> figure that out. So it sounds like are you trying to talk yourself out of the success? In your excitement, you <laughs> quickly think about how your life would change for the better. But mm-hmm. then as soon as you delve further into all your feelings about achieving this goal, some of the mm. not so positive consequences of the achievement start to take over your thoughts. And some of these consequences may reveal things you fear happening if you really achieve this level of success or this goal, or this wealth, or whatever it is you want to call it. So our goals are the road to success. The path of building wealth are never completely free of fear. And achievement always involves change. And as Willa said earlier, all the changes are always going to be comfortable. And some of these changes are going to come with some apprehension, which is understandable. Mm -hmm. But if you truly desire success in any area of your life, the success that you're seeking, Mm -hmm. if the feelings of fear due to achieving it starts to outweigh the positive feelings in your mind, well, then your progress is going to be very slow in accomplishing it. But some people won't accept the fact that they're afraid. Mm. But if the feelings of fear due to the change outweigh the positive feelings in your mind, Mm -hmm. you will slow yourself down. Mm -hmm. But you got to recognize and acknowledge that you are afraid. You got to do that. And if you don't, You'll just keep asking yourself, why Why doesn't it seem like I can do this? You can do it. Or you'll be like Jonah and you'll just bust up and go the other way. (laughs) (laughs) And end up a few times later back at the same place with the same assignment 
And you got to do the same thing. And you still have to do it. What causes the fear of success? What actually causes it? Well, sometimes we fear the responsibilities and the hard work that comes along with recognizing your own greatness, talents, and potential. To whom much is given, much is required. That's what the word says. We fear that. Ah, and another one. Sometimes we might worry that living an extraordinary life (laughs) would make us stand out, stand out too much, and that others wouldn't accept us for it. Now, we've already talked about that. You know, I remember you (laughs) when you was mm, who you think you is. You shared that in the episode when you were talking about you weren't going to tell anybody that you moved to Gross Point. I know. I know. I just they thought I was going to be different, but I wasn't. (laughs) And still are. It, I'm not now. And I'm past gross point. Right. I graduated <laughs> from there. It's like, oh, my God. But I mean, that's one of the causes. Reality. There can also be a fear associated with past traumatic events or memories where improving your abilities invokes anxiety. Mm-hmm. And we see that in people who may have experienced some financial trauma where they are rebuilding their finances, where they've come out of poverty. So there are things that are happening, things that were said. That's why we always talk about your money story. Mm -hmm. And so they know that they have this potential. They know they can do it, but they slow themselves down or make themselves small, like Willie mentioned earlier, Mm -hmm. because of the anxiety it invokes with them stepping out fully. And I think... That is something that actually goes a little deeper than just some mindset work. That's going to take some healing and some therapy. So if you know that is something that you have experienced, then you definitely want to reach out to a therapist or a counselor to help you honestly go deeper, unpack that and learn how to cope with that so that you can get beyond it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think one other thing that causes the fear of success is uh, let's not forget about the fear of appearing arrogant or self-centered, just appearing. You may mm-hmm. not be that way. That's not the case. But if others see that in you or push that onto you in your mind, I mean, I'm doing what I can. I'm trying to be just regular old me. Right. But they see something different and you're, and they may or may not even see anything different. But in your mind, that's it. You have the fear of appearing Mm. that way. And so because you don't want to appear that way, you hold yourself back. Yeah. I'm not going to try to. That's a big goal. I don't want to do that because people might think "Uh, uh, 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 uh." you're achieving whatever that is could be the service that God has for you to serve others. Don't hold back. It's funny that we're even talking about this because even as I start to unpack just my experiences, mm-hmm. I know that I had a problem with dummying down. Mm-hmm. I didn't connect it with the fear of success. But now as I'm sitting here and we are talking, I'm seeing <laughs> some things, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I skipped kindergarten. Mm-hmm. I was in second grade for three weeks and I was double promoted to third grade. So effectively... Mm-hmm. I was two grades ahead of myself. And so all through school, I was always the youngest in the class. But it Mm -hmm. really didn't hit me until high school. 
So to be 12 years old entering high school when everybody else is 14, <laughs> that's when it hit me. And I was like, man, they're going to think mm -hmm. I'm some type of nerdy, mm -hmm. geeky, smarty, brainiac. And I don't want them. Mm -hmm. I don't want them coming at me like that. So I, I did. I had this anxiety and this fear. And I think it, it did affect my some of my performance in high school mm -hmm. because I just didn't want to. I just did not want that. Everything we just talked about. I even lied about my age. Like only my closest friends knew how old I was. I graduated from high school when I was 16. But I, everybody in high school thought that I was I was born in January, but they thought I was a December baby. So I was a <laughs> yeah. year younger, rather, mm -hmm. as opposed to being two years younger. But I know that was. And my mom would get so frustrated. <laughs> she would be like, girl, this is not you. Yeah, just do you. <laughs> be you. Right. And it wasn't until. Honestly, college. Mm -hmm. Is when everything kind of levels out. Nobody cares about how old you are. Nobody, everybody yes. kind of do the same thing. <laughs> right. when I really got out from under that. But in high school, no, that was a big, mm -hmm. that was a big deal. That was a big deal. But it's real. Yeah. It's really important to remember that these fears are valid and it's okay to feel them. Mm -hmm. But let's talk about some ways to overcome the fear of success. Sure. One I think about is really expanding your performance ceiling. We have an internal comfort level for different areas in our lives. Mm -hmm. You stay where you're comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> That's easy. Right. Accomplishing bigger things and better is easy if you feel comfortable thinking about it. But what if it stresses you out? If you don't feel comfortable thinking about, it. but that's how you, that's how you get there. You have to see yourself there. Everybody's talking about the seat at the table. Like you have to see yourself mm -hmm. at the table. Mm -hmm. You have to see yourself. I see myself at my new weight goal, right? Mm -hmm. I don't mm -hmm. want to see, I don't want to think about that as being impossible. Yeah. I don't want to, I want to raise my performance ceiling. So I want to mm -hmm. see at this new weight goal, this is how I'm supposed to eat, live act, mm -hmm. and be active. Right. And that's the same thing that happens for people who you make, I don't know, twenty, thirty, a hundred thousand dollars right now, and you feel okay. But you just can't imagine that you can make a quarter million in a year. Why not? Why not? Go for it. <laughs> yeah. Go yeah. for it. Go for the promotion. Don't don't keep yourself small. If you are someone who's like, well, I'm too old to go after that degree. No, you're not. Mm -mm. Because if mm -mm. not having that degree is preventing you from getting to where you want to go, where you see yourself, where God has mm -hmm. you, wants you to be, then you need to go back and get that degree mm -hmm. so that you can get to that next level. Mm. <laughs> Expand your performance ceiling. You can do it. Yes. Reject yes. the criticism of others. Well, that's another way to do it, huh? And we just talked about it. One of our fears revolves around the opinions mm -hmm. of others. Yeah. And we fear what they think, what they say, if we're successful. Yeah. But that's their issue. That's not your issue. It is not yours. You have your goal. Go forward. And no matter, let them criticize all along. You just keep moving. 
the way you change your behaviors to mm-hmm. build wealth, the way you change your behaviors to save money, the way you change your behaviors to live within how you define wealth, that is f- for you and your family. And if people around you don't understand it or don't mm-hmm. understand the changes, that is not on you. That no. is on them. You pray that they will get to a point of understanding. You'll pray that once you shared it with them, that they'll embrace it. But if they don't, you still love them. Yeah. Yes. And you pray that they would see you and your walk and be encouraged by it. And know that in the process, that the right people are going to come along with you. That's right. And another way to overcome this fear is to embrace your failures. Mm -hmm. If you're afraid of failing, why would you be? That's a good one. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. You are going to fail. But you'll do it a few times as you are on your road to achieving your success. Mm -hmm. So really, the quicker you fail, (laughs) the quicker you'll find success. (laughs) I know that. Believe that. I know that's right. This fear becomes inconsequential. It's not important. Give yourself some grace, fail, learn, go forward. I remember when I was a financial advisor and I had the cold call mm-hmm. to sell the stocks. <laughs> and one of the sales techniques that they told us, don't get hung up on those no's. Each no gets mm-hmm. you closer to a yes. Hang up, dial the, fo- dial the next number. There you go. There you <laughs> go. Hey, it didn't work. Let's try again. Right. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Choosing to be successful, wealthy, answering your call, walking in your purpose, all of that is a big responsibility. Become responsible for your plans, your behaviors, and the outcome. Accept it. Accept that to whom much is given, much is required because you are graced to do it. God isn't going to put anything on you. And we (laughs) always say this when we talk about burdens. But even in this, God is not going to have a demand on your life that he's not going to equip you for. He would never do that. And so we have to stop, again, operating in self and remember that he is operating right alongside of us. And so if God is for us, who could be against us? Accept the responsibility. Walk hand in hand with him. Be like Jabez. With your hand in my hand. Listen, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, we mm -hmm. got this. We're going to move forward. We're going to do this. That's right. The way you can do that is to see yourself, your hand in his, Mm. see yourself as successful because who's leading? He is. is. Visualize yourself being successful. The more you see yourself like that, the more comfortable it becomes because you're not depending on you. You're depending on him. Just avoid underestimating how powerful this can be Mm. when it's done regularly. Understand. As you visualize your success and your success in Christ, you can do it. You can do it always. I can (laughs) do all things through Christ. Who strengthens me. Who strengthens me. So (laughs) Will and I are not void of the fear of success ourselves. We still are dealing with and processing our way in overcoming our fear of success and so that's why we wanted to share it with you because we understand that it shows up unexpectedly sometimes and sometimes it's it's subconscious there are things that we're doing and we're not even realizing that it's connected to the fear of success 
So if you can make yourself aware of your apprehensions, you have the opportunity to attack each of them and eliminate them or at least minimize them, which is what Will and I are doing so that you can make progress. Yep. Keeps because, you from slowing down. Because <laughs> looking differently at these fears is very possible. Because fears that are not acknowledged tend to grow stronger. But fears that are examined tend to be minimized, which will help you to take aggressive action toward completing the process. And we always tell the members in our stewardship circle that we have to trust God, trust ourselves, and trust the process. To tackle your fears head on, and you can start achieving your dreams today. Now remember, we are your financial auntie and big sister. And our end goal for you is always financial transformation, financial success, fulfillment, and wealth on your terms. We've had a great time today, and we pray that what was shared in this episode helps you to manage your money competently, live life purposefully, and build wealth intentionally. Until next time. Bye-bye. <laughs> We hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you for listening. And don't forget to follow Trinity Financial Coaching on LinkedIn or follow our handle at MyTFCoach on Facebook and Instagram. Bye for now and continue to live abundantly, putting God first as you manage money confidently, live life purposefully and build wealth intentionally. <laughs>